Hey y'all, hey, welcome to Talks with Tamron Podcast. I am your host, Tamron Little, wife, mom, influencer, writer, cancer survivor, cancer thriver, yo sis, and all of the above. I wear many hats. Happy New Year. I know y'all like, girl, why are you talking about Happy New Year? Listen, it's still January. It's still January, and I have not talked to y'all on here since last year so happy new year okay um today uh i want to talk to you guys about something um very personal to me well a lot of stuff is personal here to me (laughs) y'all know i'm transparent but i talked about this in my uh, instagram story this morning um so i'm holding on to my word because i said i was gonna make a podcast episode so today um i'm gonna be talking to you guys about the benefits of setting boundaries and why you need to get on the train of boundary setting sis if you are looking at the tracks and you're looking at the train just rolling and you're just standing there at the train station you need to jump on this train of setting boundaries listen um i recently okay i am 36 years old okay and recently i just started or i'll say i just started implementing boundary setting in my life yeah I'm a late bloomer in that department. It's not that I didn't know what a boundary was. I literally was not practicing what I preached. And I got to a point where I was burnt out mentally and physically. And it felt as if I... it. It felt as if the grip was loosening. Um, You know, like I couldn't handle what I had going on. So I was like, listen, you know, I said it myself. I said, self, myself said, huh? I said, girl, you need to get it together. You cannot continue down this road. This topic pretty much goes with my last episode about the power of no. So if you have not um, tuned into that episode, listen to that episode, please do so. Of course, after you listen to this one, but please do so because that kind of sets the tone for what I'm going to talk about today. So first of all, y'all know how I like to break stuff down. So maybe you're saying, Tamron, I mean, what are you talking about? What is what is a boundary? You know, what what are boundaries? So when you think about a boundary, to me, it's a clear line. Think about it, a clear line of expectations. It's and it also can be described as like where something ends. And another thing begins. You think about if you have dogs. Anybody got dogs? I don't have no dogs. 
But if you have a dog and you have a fence up, right? And you have that fence up because on the other side of the fence is the road. And you don't want your dog to go outside the fence because if he go outside the fence, nine times out of 10, he going to be running in a row and he or she may get hit by a car. You know, that is what a boundary is pretty much plain and simple. It's a line that you draw in the sand, a line that you draw in the sky and something that needs to happen in all faucets of your life. Um, until I started, um, creating these boundaries, I did not know that setting those boundaries in my personal life, spiritual life, work life, um, emotional life. I mean, all the forces of my life, I did not know that it was some benefits to this mentally and physically when I say that I feel that I felt like I was out of control I don't I don't say that like you know wild woman out of the woods just running around doing anything and everything under the sun no I ain't saying it What I'm saying is, like I said before, it felt like I was losing my grip on things. You know, I'm a person that has, you know, everything in check. Um, You know, I may, to some people, throw off this strong persona and, you know, that I have all of my stuff together, like all of my ducks in a row. Everything is just aligned. That's far from the truth. Okay, I was um, struggling with that thing. And um, for those of you um, who may not know, in the past, I have struggled with um, anxiety and, you know, bits of what I like to call high functioning depression. Um, And setting boundaries or not sending setting boundaries correlates to stress, anxiety, burnout. Mm. I'm talking to somebody right now. Y'all better pass that collection plate. Pass the collection plate because I'm giving you a message. Okay. But listen, so, you know, everybody loves benefits. I mean, that's why you, you know, some people get certain jobs or sign up for this or go here because of the benefits. So these are a couple of tidbits that I came up with that, you know, to me are the benefits of setting boundaries in your mental capacity and in your physical capacity. Because remember that both of those go, both of those go hand in hand. Your mental health is just as important as your physical health. And your physical health is just as important as your mental health. And that is another topic, another discussion for another day. But 
One of the benefits is self-respect. Setting boundaries says a lot about yourself. It's saying that you have self-respect, that you respect yourself enough that you are going to create this boundary and this situation and this um, area of your life because you respect yourself. Because you respect yourself so much that you're not going to tolerate just anything. That you're not going to always be the yes person. That is the inner being of self-respect. You know, drawing that line in the sand, drawing that line in the clouds saying, hey, this is what I'm not finna do. Yeah, I said finna or is it fin to? Fin to do. I don't know. Anyways, but self-respect. Self-respect, self-love, self-esteem, self-confidence, all of that balled up into one. Like all of that is in the same family. And it has a lot to do with boundary setting. With that self-respect is respect from others. When you set a boundary, you're not only showing people that you respect yourself, When they see that you respect yourself, they are going to respect you. They are going to be, you know, more prompted to respect you. Say, oh, I ain't going to do that to TT because, nah, you know, I I have respect for her. Showing others, and I mean, and this right here can go, I mean, you can take this to A, you can take this to Z. I mean, you can take this to one to all the way to 100, 1,000, 1 million with that respect from others. Because when people see that you carry yourself well, you, you know, your mannerisms are, you know, professional and whatever. And they can see that even from a distance that you don't take no junk. They're going to respect you. Because they see that you respect yourself. Now, on the other flip side of that, if people see that you don't respect yourself, they're going to come to you any kind of way. Any kind of way. Because they see that you don't have any standards. If they see that you don't have any standards, they just going to be like, whatever. You know, and I mean, you see that today in our society. When, you know, I ain't going to even get into that, but yes, I am. When, you know, women don't show respect for themselves. How others and men approach them. How men feel like they can do anything, say anything. And that all boils down to your self-respect, your respect for yourself reflects the respect that others have for you. Also, another thing is that it creates expectations. Expectations is, okay, this is what's about to happen or this is what's not going to happen. Um, I have been married for them. It'll be 16 years come October. 
when me and my husband got married, we didn't know anything about marriage. I mean, I didn't even really know how to be a girlfriend, let alone a wife. You know, and I'm sure that he can say the same thing. So we were pretty much going by the seat of our pants, just, you know, handling things to the best of our ability, to the best of our knowledge as they came. And one of the things that we didn't do early on in our marriage is we didn't create expectations. So by being that we didn't create expectations and we didn't set boundaries, we were just everywhere. We were just crossing physical boundaries, emotional boundaries, relationship boundaries, sexual boundaries. I mean, we were just crossing them all. We were just crisscrossing, crisscrossing. I mean, you know, and we didn't realize that until the boundary was crossed. And when the boundary was crossed, you know, even in my case, or let's say my husband's case, he kept it to himself. He didn't, you know, say anything until it pretty much, you know, like festered and, you know, suppressing his unconscious and, you know, and just boiled over. And as they say, the poop hit the fan. You know what I mean? But I think about that now. If, and listen, everything happens for a reason. You live, you learn. I'm so glad that we learned that part about our relationship, which spills over into, you know, into our other relationships. But if we would have created boundaries and expectations, you know, some things would have gone a lot smoother. And that would have taught us to even create those boundaries in other parts of our life because that spilt over. We didn't create boundaries in our marriage. We didn't create boundaries. You know, when we first had um, Caleb, we didn't create boundaries with our family members. Um, You know, so they would ask us something. We would say, yeah, yeah, we can do it. You know, or we would over, um, try to overcompensate and, um, overindulge ourselves, overwhelm ourselves with stuff that we should have said no to. I mean, it even spilled over into, into our spiritual lives and with, you know, church family and all that stems from not setting boundaries and clear expectations. It's just like going into starting a new job. And when you start that new job, I mean, you got your job title, your manager, you know, told you the basics, but she didn't really give you no expectations. So here you are, you got this new job, you all excited. But then again, here comes this fear because you like, what am I supposed to be doing? You know, people ask you, so how are you liking your new job? Oh, I'm liking it good. Oh, so, um, what you do? Well, um, see my job title is this, like, mm -mm, ain't nobody got time for that. Set clear expectations. And so when you start that job, if 
your manager, your one up did not give you those expectations, you ask. So what are you expecting out of me? This is what I'm expecting out of this job. Set those expectations. Another thing is it, one of the other benefits is that it decreases stress. Um, I'm not one to throw all this stuff down your throat about statistics and studies and all of that. Um, and that's also another thing that I want to talk about in a later episode, but Some studies have shown, you know, for the people that it studied, for the participants, that um, setting boundaries decreases stress. Because when you set boundaries, it allows you to avoid burnout. I see so many people that are burnt out. I mean, I was once there. Like, it's like you a zombie. You just... You just there, you know, you just there. You see it all over your face. You always saying yes to this. You always over committing because you feel like you have to. You don't have to, you know, you don't have to agree to everything. You don't have to, you know, say yes to everything. You don't have to. Um, go to every meet and greet, go to every women's luncheon. You don't have to. And so when you realize that those are the things that is causing you stress, those are the things that's increasing the anxiety. Those are the things that's causing you to be depressed. But if you set those boundaries, create those expectations, you will develop self-respect for yourself. And when you develop self-respect, people will respect you more. Y'all saw, I I just like put all that together. (laughs) Yes. But I mean, all of that, it's kind of like a chain. You know, a chain that comes full circle. I love full circle moments. I always compare things to full circle moments. Because it just creates such a narrative and relatability for me. It really does. So, another, uh, I'm all tongue-tied this morning. Another thing that um, I wanted to discuss. So, we talked about the benefits of setting boundaries. We talked about what are boundaries. So, the next thing is, how do I set boundaries? Like, okay, what if I'm coming from a person that didn't even know what boundaries was, have not implemented in my life 
how, you know, how am I going to do this? You know, what do I say? How do I start the conversation off with this? You know, how can I get in the mindset to where I need to start setting boundaries? Well, first of all, you got to take that first step. I always tell people that the first step is always the hardest because we are contemplating and like teeter-tottering over the fence of whether we should do it or not. So the first step is always going to be the hardest because you're trying to get past yourself because yourself is in the way. And then you start bringing in other things of why you shouldn't do it. Just do it. Just do it. But first of all, um, how you set boundaries, first of all, think about it as you uh, teaching people how you want to be treated. Not treat those how you want to be treated, which is true. But teach people how to treat you. Teach people how you want to be treated. That is creating a boundary. One thing about it that I have found to be true, I mean, even in my situation, and this also goes back to the power of no episode. And it is the fear. You know, having that fear of the other person's response. And it's pretty much the fear of rejection, the fear of no. Like I, I still, I'm, I'm still working on that. You know, as people say, I am a work in progress with that, of still having that stigma of being afraid of rejection. Um, I'm still working on that, you know, and you know, I'm going to, I'm going to get through that, but We have to get rid of the fear of what we think other people's response is going to be. Let me tell you something, sis. It don't matter what their response is going to be. It really doesn't. Because you are setting, you are creating the boundaries for yourself and for the other person. But it doesn't matter what their reaction is going to be. That should not dictate whether you set this boundary or not. Because if it does, then you going in with the notion of creating a boundary is going out the window. It don't even matter. If you think, if you are so concerned about what the other people or what the other person thinks. That's one thing that is really holding so many people back is focusing on well what they gonna think about this what they gonna say who cares who cares who cares what they think they are they some of them people ain't even thinking about you you are the last thing that's on their mind But here you are crowding your thoughts and crippling yourself with fear 
about what the other person's gonna say who cares I know that seems kind of harsh but I mean that's the only way to break it to you like you know who cares what the other person's response is going to be when you are creating those expectations and setting boundaries so this goes into don't be afraid to say no Don't be afraid to say no. That one was number one. Number two, openly communicate from the start. Or, you know, as the kids say, from jump. Openly communicate it from jump. Just like I said before, in a marriage, in a relationship, communicate and set your boundaries from the start, from jump, from day one, square one. Draw that line in the sand, draw that line in the clouds. This way, both of you will know what to expect. You are setting expectations. The other person will know what to expect. They will know what not to do and what to do. They will know what you will tolerate and what you won't tolerate. They will know how far to come. They will know how far to go. If you don't create that from jump, things will not be in line. Things will not be in line. Like I said before, you know, both of y'all are gonna be crossing boundaries like it's going out of style. And not intentionally doing it. It is because the boundaries were not set. It, it was not a clear expectation from the start. You know how your grandma would say, uh-uh, go ahead and nip that in the bud. Nip that in the bud. Let's get this out the way. Let's go over the protocols and procedures. It's just like when you are, and I just thought of this. It's just like when you are riding on a plane. When you get on the plane, you cannot take off. You cannot, you know, take off without them telling you to put your seatbelt on. Without them going over the procedures of what to do they are setting clear expectations so you will know what to do so you will know how to fall in line that's just basically what it is moving right along to number three sis own your time own your time You own it. It's yours. Your time is just that. Yours. As well as your personal space. It's it's your time. If you set time out for yourself and somebody asks you to do something, politely decline. If you set time for yourself, Turn your phone on Do Not Disturb. 
you're not obligated to respond to that person right away. You're not obligated to answer the phone if you having your me time. You are not obligated to allow someone in your personal space. Own your time. It's time for us to take our time back. As mothers, as wives, wives, we have become sucked into the world of obligation. We feel obligated to do certain things because of who we are, because we are mothers, because we are daughters, because we are nieces, because we are wives, because we are that good friend. We have fallen into the suction, into the trap of the world of obligation. It kind of sounds like a, um, soap opera anyways we feel like we're obligated we feel like we are obligated to always say yes to our husbands to make things happen when they ask as well as our children with our in-laws with our grandma with our aunts with our friends We are we feel as if we should say, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah, I'll do that. Even though you know good and well that you don't even have the emotional capacity to do it. You feel like you're obligated to do it. And when you feel like you're obligated to do something, you feel like you have to do it because you will feel bad if you don't. Because just like I said before, you are, we are so concerned about what other people's people think. Oh, what if, oh, what my grandma going to say if, uh, I tell her I can't even take her to the doctor today. Oh, what's my husband going to say if I tell him, you know, he's going to have to pick such and such up from school because I can't do it. That word of obligation turns into overcommitment. Overcommitment turns into stress, anxiety, and depression. And that turns into being overwhelmed, being overstimulated, and being burnt out. I mean, I can say that, and I can say that with passion and with boldness in my voice because I have been there. I have been there so many times of feeling obligated to do something because I'm afraid of what the other person going to think of me or what I'm going to look like to whoever. And that just because giving my title, giving the many hats that I wear, feel like I have to do it. But all I want to know is who said you have to do it? Who said that you are obligated to do this? Who set those expectations? Those are falsely 
expectations that we have allowed, get this now, we have allowed people to set for our own selves. Woo, y'all better pass that collection plate. It's offering time in the building. We have allowed people to, to set our own expectations and we have agreed to it. And that happens when we don't set boundaries. When we don't set it from jump. And now that I have began this boundary setting in my life, and I'm not so concerned about what others think because I have set this boundary. Y'all, I feel a freedom that I don't even think I have ever felt. Like, I can't even explain it. The freedom. The freedom of not feeling like I'm obligated. A freedom of not getting so hung up on what that person is going to think or what their response is going to be. And the freedom in my choice of saying no. Of saying, "Mm, I can't do that right now. Of saying, "Mm, please don't say that around me. You know? And it allows for the other person to see that. So when you have created those boundaries and created those expectations, just like I said before about self-respect and others respecting you, others respect me now. And so they know not to call me with that. They know not to text me with that crazy stuff. They know not to ask me because I have set the boundary. So being that I have set the boundary and they respect me and they see that I respect myself and how much I have grown in this capacity, they ain't gonna even ask. They ain't gonna even attempt to cross the boundary. Now, will they do it to someone else? Yeah, probably. Because that person did not create the boundary. And so you will be the doormat in that relationship. Whether it is in your work life, personal life, spiritual life, emotional, whatever. You are going to be the doormat. And, you know, it will be good for you to pause and just take a second And ask yourself, am I that doormat? Am I the person that everyone runs to? Am I the friend that everyone calls and dumps their trash on me? Wants my advice and then turn around and don't take the advice. Am I the friend who always says yes? Am I the wife who always says yes? Am I the mother who never tells my kids no? Do my kids walk all over me? Do my kids talk to me any kind of way? Does my husband talk to me any kind of way? Do people respect me at work? 
Am I the one that they come to for everything? Am I the one that they see me as, oh, she'll do it? Am I the one that I find that people don't ask me for permission to do things, they just do it? Just take a moment and just let that marinate. Let that marinate and sink in. And while you're letting that marinate, if you are that girl, if you are that woman, if you are that man, if you are that person, here are some things to note. If you have created that boundary, but you see yourself changing it just for somebody else to be comfortable, reiterate that boundary. Remind them. Some people forget. And some people act like they forgot. They ain't forgot. They trying to test you. But don't you budge, sis. Reiterate it. Tell them again. You know, just like with children. Sometimes, you know, I have to remind my kids and repeat. Like, I sound like a tape recorder. Because I have to repeat stuff and repeat stuff and repeat stuff for it to really sink in. Sometimes you got to do people like that. But if you find yourself always reiterating the boundary, why are you hanging around that person? Why are you even allowing that person to take space in your life? Sometimes you have to reevaluate the people that you hang around and the people that you allow to hang around you. Because if that person is um, taking up space, taking your peace, exhausting, they feel straining and draining to you, drop them off at the bus stop. Drop them off at the bus stop. Because if you don't, then you're going to find yourself always shifting your boundaries for someone else's or feeling bad because you've set a boundary. You don't have to feel bad for your feelings, for your thoughts, for protecting your space, for protecting your peace. It's yours. It's yours. You don't have to feel bad about it and you don't have to allow it to fluster up and get you upset one example Caleb was um, doing some little arts and crafts right he had um, the little canvas board and the little marker pens or paint pens or whatever and it wasn't his it was Savannah's but he was acting like it was his, right? Now, he crossed the boundary of personal items. But Savannah handled it so gracefully. She get it from my mama. <laughs> she handled it so gracefully. 
And when she when she saw that he was, you know, he had her stuff, she said, Caleb, is that mine? And he said, yes. And Sydney, on the other hand, Sydney, Sydney was ready to, you know, attack. Say, oh no, that is Savannah. So no, 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 no. And Savannah said, oh no, that's fine. But Caleb, remember next time, ask me for permission first. Bam. She set that boundary. She set that boundary loud and clear and she did it gracefully. She handled it well. And she's 10 years old. And I was like, oh my gosh. I learned something from my 10-year-old daughter. Which, you know, lets us further know that we are going to be forever learning and forever working on things. And this is a discussion that I really wanted to have. Like, y'all, listen, I had to get it out. Because I see this all the time. And being that it took me so long <laughs> to get this, but that's okay. That is okay. You know, when you know better, you do better. And so now I know better and I am doing better and it is showing. It is allowing me to grow as a person. It is allowing me to really, you know, see myself in other situations and for people to really see me how I want them to see me and how I truly feel um, about myself. And just by setting boundaries creates so much freedom create so much freedom and so I hope that um, whoever's listening got something out of this Um, and you know I hope that whatever I said something that I said really resonated with you and if you are that person that needs to set those boundaries just make that first step This is your confirmation. The confirmation that you've been waiting on. This is your confirmation to go ahead and make that first step. And start creating boundaries in your life. If you haven't checked out any of my previous episodes. Like when I talked about the power of no. Um, or marriage 101 or 99 problems, but finances ain't one. Go back and, you know, just listen to those episodes on your way to work, school, wherever. And um, follow me on Instagram. I am Tamron Little on all social media platforms. And I would love for you guys to um, follow me and, you know, see my day-to-day life on Instagram stories and, you know, whatever. And, um, Just stay, keep it locked with your girl. And um, like I always say, I love you and I mean it.